It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win. Oh! 
week I was at a, one of the games. They played a three-game, uh, oh, yeah. three or four-game series against the Yankees and got swept at home. But then they go out and play the same exact team. Same starters that I saw in the game I went to. It was Eovaldi versus Cole. It was complete opposite game. The game I saw a week and a half ago, Garrett Cole was lights out. Red Sox hitters couldn't do anything. Eovaldi was pitching for the Red Sox and giving up runs early. And it was a complete opposite on Tuesday night. I think they have kind of that postseason energy to them. And the Rays are so good, though. I think they. I think each team splits the road, the home, their home series. So I think the Red Sox will win one of the first two. I think the Rays will win one of the two in Fenway, and I think it goes to five. I think the Rays win a really close game. I think this game is this series is super super tight. Just because I mean it's the Red Sox. I think are fired up right now after a big wild card win. They're playing a division opponent. I think they make it really interesting. I think the Rays get like a one run win in game five of the series. But I'm super excited. I I, I want to go down to Fenway uh, for some of these games. I, I don't know if I'll actually go into the stadium, but just to be around yeah. the energy. It yeah, we should go. Cool. We'll go to the uh, Yard House or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Um, I think I'm actually, I think I'm going to go Sunday. Think mm-hmm. Sunday I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hang out there at a Yard House and watch some of the, the baseball and football that's going to be going on. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place to, to be right now. Yeah. Um, I just I think the Rays will edge it out, but I think the Red Sox will put up a good fight. I would not be surprised to see the Red Sox win, honestly, but I, think I got the Rays just edging it out. All right, so then if we both have the Astros and the Rays, then who do you think is going to win that series, Isaiah? I just I, I can't put the Astros in the World Series, but it, it's also it, it's a tough pick because I don't want to just pick the same team that made the World Series last year out of the AL. I also just don't think I can take the Astros, though. I just The Rays are just such a dominant team. I, I think I have to put them. I honestly think they, the Rays will beat the Astros a little bit easier. I think they'll have a little bit easier time with the Astros than they will with the Red Sox. I think the Rays-Red Sox series will be a little bit more competitive to me. Um, to, uh, the Astros are one of the best teams in Major League Baseball, uh, hands down. But I think the Rays are just, just a step above them. They're, they'd have the home advantage in that series. I just don't think it's the Astros' year to to go all the way. I, I have the Rays in it, which is a boring pick, but there's only four teams to pick from at the end of the day. Going with the evil Astros. Okay. Yeah. The garbage evil, can banging. The, gar- the garbage can banging evil Astros are gonna <laughs> are gonna make it. Yeah, to the World point. Series on their true merit. Yeah. Now that's the other thing. They don't have any uh, trackers in their shirts anymore. So I think when they go into well, a big position. <laughs> Not that we know of. If they don't, then then somebody should be watching them get dressed in the locker room. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, they check the That's pitchers what we've now. Come to. They check the pitchers now before they pitch for any uh, illegal yeah, substance. Not so, taking off their clothes. So they should maybe check I'm the saying, hitters too. I'm saying Altuve <laughs> should get like a little jersey check. Should get like a strip search before the game, <laughs> or, or somebody has to watch him get dressed. And I know that sounds kind of creepy, but that's what. He's led us to resort to at this point. I don't it know. Would be, it would be crazy if uh, if they did it again. No, there's no way they do it again. <laughs> They're not that stupid. Or are they? Okay. So, that is our AL predictions. Let's go to the NL. We got the Atlanta Braves against the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going to go with the Brewers because I can't pick my division rival Braves. And I think the Brewers are going to win anyway. And I'm a big fan of beer <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Brewers. So that's what Good I'm going with. Them. <laughs> a lot of different reasons. Yeah. The most important of which I think they're actually going to win. And that's what I'm going What do you think, Isaiah? I like the Braves. I'm going to take the Braves. For one thing, I need to take, a, I need to take an actual upset team. I don't think it's just going to be all the top four teams that move on. So I, I like the Braves here. Um, they're... Their uh, hitters are just so ex- exciting to watch. They have such a good offensive attack. Uh, and, and the Braves, they put up a really good season. They've had some really good pitching. And honestly, pitching is probably more important in the playoffs than hitting. I just think the Braves, a little bit more well-rounded of a team than the Brewers to me. I think that they split the series in Milwaukee. And I think they go home and take both games. But the Brewers have those two really good pitchers. They have yeah, Byron exactly. and Woodruff. Exactly. They have very good pitching. I think the Braves are a little bit more of an all-around team, and we look at their lineup and their their line, uh, pitching and hitting lineups. So I'm taking the Braves, even without Acuna. Yes, even without Acuna, which is sad. He's 
extremely he, he's the, one of the most exciting players to watch in Major League Baseball, but I like the Braves. All right. Moving on then to the Battle of the West, we have the Dodgers and the Giants. So the Giants won this division during the regular season. The Dodgers just won in uh Striking, exciting fashion last night against the Cardinals. I don't know if you were watching that game. I was. It was really boring until the last minute. I was about to fall asleep. <laughs> it was like the longest 1-1 game I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Usually if a four-hour game is four hours, it's because there's been lots of scoring. And that's what's prolonging the innings. But for some reason, this game just went on forever and ever and ever. And then... Taylor cracked it up at the end. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers continuing their momentum. They're too stacked, too evil. They're going to win. I know the Giants have been great this season. They've been a great story. All that stuff is good, but unfortunately, have to go with the truth and the facts. And I think the Dodgers are going to take that one home. I watched the game. Well, actually, so I I got kind of lucky last night. Well, Here's what happened. I had a I had a big paper to write last night, so I wasn't able to watch the whole game. But I got kind of lucky because I watched the I watched the first inning or first two innings maybe. So I saw at least a run scored. Then I didn't watch most of the middle of the game. I turned it back on for the last inning or two, and so I saw the walk off. So I basically skipped all of the. You, saw, uh, you had the red zone version. Yeah, of, exactly. Of the game. Exactly. So I saw all the good stuff. It was exciting, but the Cardinals. They won 17 games just the last couple weeks in a row, which was clearly they're a very good team. Yet the Dodgers were at home, and everyone's saying how great the Dodgers are, which they are. They have the second-best record in Major League Baseball. They are a great team, but they let the Cardinals come in and and were pretty darn close to losing that game. They took a walk-off home run at the bottom of the ninth, when they had their best pitcher on the mound facing Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals, who's... Still got it at age 40, but I would have thought the Dodgers would have won that game by five or six runs. I, I don't. It, I kind of had a problem with the fact they had to play that game anyway, but that's just how the playoffs are. That's just how the MLB rules work, so that's fine. But they didn't impress me that much, and I don't know what it is about the Giants. I don't watch a lot of NL baseball, but the Giants have, throughout this entire season, have just defied the odds of, like, it just seemed like the whole year, like, oh, eventually the Dodgers are going to take them over, or even maybe the Padres earlier on in the season. Yet they, they were consistent the entire year. They have the home field advantage in the series. I think they won a close series. And it almost seems like, it's funny because it's like the one versus the four. It seems like weird that the Dodgers are favored by a lot of people. Like, I, I feel like I have the sense of the Giants are kind of the underdogs. But they've been consistent all year. They have home field advantage. I think they take care of business. I think they knock off the Dodgers. I don't think we have it. Just we don't, you don't see the same world two World Series teams in it very often in back to back years. So I think the Dodgers get a surprise knockout early, and the Giants move on. Well, that's assuming the Rays win, like you right. think they win. Yeah, that's exactly. All right, so we're opposite picks there for the NL. So who do you have going on to your uh, World Series in the Giants? Yeah, I think the Giants. They would be at home. The Braves, I think, are, are a better all-around team than the Brewers, but I don't think they have enough to stick with the Giants. So, believe it or not, I would have never guessed in a million years going into the season that the Giants would be in the World Series. But at this point, you know, I, I think when you combine the fact that they've been consistent the entire season, and then if you remember, I'm sure you do, growing up, it was like, throughout middle school for us like 2010 through 2015 they were just like the hottest team in october every year they won three out of five world series between 2010 and 2014 i kind of i kind of get that feeling a little bit that that might be back um so i think the giants make it to the world series believe it or not and then what happens in the world series that's really that. That's a really tough one. Oh, you don't know yet. We can wait on that. That's okay. I know it's so. Well, the other thing is, it's kind of. I I feel not good about putting them two number one seeds in the World Series. Yet to me, it's like the Giants don't feel like the number one seed. Right. So if I have to throw out a pick, I don't know who is the home team in that. And I think the Giants are because they have a better overall record. So I think the Giants are home there. 
I don't know, maybe the Rays. That's it's so hard to to tell between those two, but if I have to pick one, I think I'm gonna say the Rays. So I'm going Dodgers beat the Brewers, and then the Dodgers beat the Astros. And the Dodgers are the World Series champions again. Okay. That is my pick. Then that's very, very possible. Like we have some really fun series. Like the fact that both the wild card teams are going to play division opponents. Yeah. In this divisional round, the Red Sox playing the Rays and then Giants hosting the Dodgers. That's so much fun. I think that's why I think both those series could go either way because this divisional rivals. It's a lot of fun. So a lot of exciting baseball coming up. Oh yeah. All right. We're going to NFL now. Where do you want to go first? Yeah. All right. So on to the National Football League. I think a little update is in order in our uh, weekly picks. So Kenny and I, very busy week three. We did not get around to, obviously we didn't have the, sh- we couldn't do the show. We didn't enter, end up getting around to making picks for week three. So nothing there. We made picks last week. Um, Kenny went 11 and five last week. I went 12 and four. Oh, very good weeks. But in week two, we never got the update since we missed, we didn't go on in week three. Kenny also went 11 and five that week and I went 10 and six. Oh, so we're, we're even. Well, I, I won by one in week one. Oh, okay. So I have a one. 11 and five, win. two weeks in a row. That's pretty yeah. good. I'll take it. Yeah. So o- overall, I'm 29 and 19. Kenny's 28 and 20. Okay. So neck and neck so far. Should we jump into week five predictions? Sure. All right, let's do it. So we're just picking games out here. Picking MLB games, picking yeah. NFL games. That's fine. Let's do it. All right. And we'll we'll talk major storylines and, and best bets along the and upset alert along the way. We'll okay. do all of these. All right, let's do it. All right, starting off tonight. tonight. It's a good game. Week five of the National Football League. Good Thursday night game. I like it. Seattle Seahawks battle in the what some people say the best division in the NFL, the NFC West. Seahawks hosting the LA Rams. Kenny, who's your pick? Who's winning this game? Go to the Rams. I think they're going to bounce back after that uh, tough loss to the Cardinals. I think they're still a, a real good team. Um, the Seahawks have looked kind of eh so far. Uh, I think the Rams get back on track and get back in the win column. Seahawks are... What, what is their record? Let me see. They are 2-2. Two 2-2. And two two and two. Okay. Coming off a win against the at San Francisco. Yep. Back at home with the 12th man, Thursday Night Football, I still don't really believe in the Rams. I like the oh, Seahawks. Okay. Okay. I like the Seahawks to, to stay strong at home, win a close game. A really, I think it's going to be a really good game against a divisional opponent. I'm taking the Seahawks. All right. On to Sunday. 9.30 a.m. 9.30 in London. London, England. We got two... Great teams to show off for our British fans. They always send the crappy teams there, don't they? Yeah. I feel like the Jags have gone a couple of times. Um, yeah, it, it seems like it's it's never, a, it's never a good game. It's never between good teams. So we have the Falcons are the hosts in London to the New York Jets. Two one and three teams. Kenny, who do you got? I'm going to go Falcons, but this is my... Upset alert game because the Falcons are favored. I couldn't find another good upset. I, I think if I had to pick an upset this week, it would be that the Jets are going to go for their second win in a row and they're going to take down the Falcons in London. So okay. that is, so, I'm picking Atlanta, yeah, but it's also my upset of the week. No, that's fair. My that's, potential upset of right, the week, right? Right, right, okay. I'm taking the Jets. Oh. I think I, I don't think these teams are too different. Well, they're not. I mean, you look at obviously they're very different in the quarterback position, but other than that, the, these teams aren't too different. They're both one and three. I think the Jets are going to ride momentum of a big win at home last week, first one of the season, first win of Zach Wilson's career, first win of Robert Sala's head coaching career. I think they ride that momentum in a neutral location, and they get a nice little early morning. At least for us, early morning victory. Taking the Jets. All right. On to the regularly scheduled afternoon games. 
Let's start in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati. This is actually a. This is a pretty good game. A game of two teams with good records, both three and one. The Bengals are hosting the Pack. My team, Kenny. Yeah, I think uh, ever since. I yelled at Aaron Rodgers during week one. It seems like he has gotten his stuff together, and he's won three games straight since that, and I don't think it's going to stop this week. I think he's going for four in a row, and I think they're going to take down Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I've loved watching this Bengals team. I, I love Joe Burrow so much. I'm, I'm such a big believer in him, and I think I just like watching that Thursday night football game last week against the Jags. They really, uh, he, he really impressed me in the second half, leading a big comeback. I can't, t- I, I, I just, the Packers are are the better team though. Bengals are three and one, which looks really good, but the Packers are are much better three and one than the Bengals. I have them winning that game. Packers are a little bit, they're starting to thin out a little bit, missing two of our, we've been missing two of our uh, Packers starting offensive linemen for a couple weeks now. And Jair Alexander, their top cornerback, one of the top corners in the league, he injured his shoulder last week. He's going to be out this week. It seemed like he was going to have to get surgery and he'd be out for a long time. Now they're saying no surgery, so I'm feeling better about that. But um, defense is thinning out a little bit. It's a little, it scares me a little bit, but I think they'll still take care of business in this one. All right, let's move to Florida. An all-Florida matchup between... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Miami Dolphins in Tampa. Kenny, who you got? Go to the Buccaneers here. They didn't look as strong as they should have against the Patriots uh, last week for Sunday Night Football, but they're just still going to beat up on a uh, a poor Dolphins team. The Dolphins, I was so... That was like the one team I was super uncertain about going into the season, and now I'm pretty certain about them. They're a bad football team. I'm taking the Buccaneers. The Dolphins are on a downslide. It's not looking good in Miami. Buccaneers win this one. Let's move to the north. We've got the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Detroit Lions. It's an awesome game. <laughs> Vikings 1-3, Lions 0-4. Kenny, who you got? Go Minnesota. I, I will say, for Minnesota's sake, maybe their record doesn't exactly reflect their team because they just played the Browns pretty tight and I think fairly highly of the Browns. So I'm taking the Vikings in this game and uh, I think the Lions and our guy Jared Goff is going to drop to 0-5. It it does worry me in that game that they only put up seven points against the Browns. Browns have good defense. Uh, I'll give them that, but only seven points at home does scare me. Good thing for them. They're playing the Lions. I think they take care of business and knock the Lions off. It just starts to get scary for the Lions because I don't know when a win comes on this team's schedule. I think it's it's not looking pretty. So I think the Vikings are able to bounce back and and, and get a, a, a needed win over a divisional yeah, opponent. I, I think that might that might have to be my survivor pool pick for the week. Are you still in your survivor pool or were you yes. knocked out? You're yes. still in. Still alive. There's six people left in mine. So it's getting down to the nitty gritty. It started of- with 15. So it wasn't a big pool, but now like every every week counts. I think we were we start. I think we had about fifteen. I think we okay. lost like five, maybe. Oh wow! So, so you guys, you guys strong. have better pickers. I took the Chiefs last week. It was a lot of people got knocked out. A lot of people went against my G men. Yeah, they picked both New, New York teams. I heard I heard yeah. a lot of Saints and a lot of uh, right. Titans picks. All right, back to back to next week. The Steelers not looking great hosting the Broncos. Kenny, who are you taking? This is an interesting one. The line is even right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why it's even. Uh, the Steelers just kind of look like a sad existing football team right now. But, which, which is interesting because they beat the Bills week one. So, I don't even know what to think. I'm going Broncos in this one. What about you, Isaiah? Oh, wait, is Teddy hurt? Is yes. he still hurt? I'm still going Broncos. I'm going to take the Steelers to bounce okay. back here. And... I, I watched the whole Packers-Steelers game last week. Big Ben looks absolutely terrible right now. And I almost think he needs to be benched. He looks so bad. For who, I think Dwayne? Or uh, Mason Rudolph. Oh, my God. That's how bad Big Ben looks. I mean, he was missing open players all over he the place. He can't look that bad. And I think this is a low-scoring game. And I would take the Broncos. 
if it weren't for the fact that one thing it's in Pittsburgh, which helps, but also the Broncos are missing eight out of 11 starters. They're missing basically their whole wide receiver core. Running backs, Teddy's out, a couple offensive linemen. They're basically playing a second string. They're playing. They're basically running a second string offense. So I think the Steelers defense can shut them down pretty easily, and then Big Ben probably hit gets a couple lucky hits and wins a, a low scoring game. So I'm taking the Steelers. All right, where are we going to to Washington? The nation's capital, Washington, hosting the Saints. Kenny, who do you got? I think the Saints are going to have a bounce back win in this one and. Uh... Beat the Washington football team. I got Washington. Oh! They're a little frisky after that. We're, Heineke. We're, uh... Winning that close game against the Falcons last week. We're disagreeing a lot this week. We are. A lot of disagreements It's going to so be far. interesting. What's going to happen? Heineke just... He's... He, oh, he gets Heineke. it done at the end of the game. I don't know what to say. And the Saints have looked so... It's been a long time, it feels like, since that week one win. They look like a completely different team right now. They lost, I'm sorry, but losing at home to the Giants is a very, is a very bad luck. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, he had a great game, but losing at home. And they went to overtime, but tough loss for the Saints. They don't look like they know what they're doing. They don't look like nearly the same team as they did in week one. Going to a Washington team, coming off of a gritty comeback win last week. I think Washington holds on for a close one at home. All right. Carolina. To Carolina. I just came from Carolina. Yeah, that's right. We might have to talk about, about the <laughs> BC game a little bit. Uh, all right, so we got the Eagles and the Panthers here. Eagles are 1-3 and three versus the 3-1 Panthers. What do you think, Isaac? So this is going to kind of be like your London thing. I'm taking the Panthers at home, but I think I think this is my upset alert. Okay. I, I think that I, I could see the Eagles going in and taking down this Panthers team. Darnold... He threw two picks last week. Defense gave up four passing touchdowns to Dak. Zeke had a big game against the Panthers last week. I think I could see the Panthers kind of going home and kind of sitting back, not expecting much from the Eagles. Jalen Hurts gets out there quick. There's a couple quick touchdowns, and they get to uh, an early lead. I think the Eagles are, are possibly able to hold it. I, I still have a hard time picking them, but... Ah oh, man, now that I, you know, that's my upset alert. Now that I'm, I'm speaking it, I might have to, I might have to search my switch. pick and not even pick the Panthers. I think, I think the Eagles might go on the road and win this game. All right, you know what? So that's we're gonna make pick? it official. I'm gonna switch. All right, right now, because I mean that was that's my upset alert. That's a mistake. I'm taking the Eagles no. to win in Carolina. Carolina. I don't think they dropped four to, and one. I don't think they. I don't think the Eagles dropped to one and four. I, I think I, they I are. Do. I think they will. I'm making it official on the show right now. Everyone out there, let them let the people know. Yeah, the Eagles are winning. I'm going with Mr. Darnold and the Panthers and Hubbard, who was the big fantasy pickup this week. I have yeah. no idea who that is, but oh, he's just, a, he's the Oklahoma State guy. Remember him a couple years ago? He was like he was like no. not all the hype. Chuba Hubbard. No. All right. I guess like we'll two, see. Two years ago, I think it's his second year in the league. First or second? All right. Here is my my best bet of the week. This okay. game right here. We have the Titans that are traveling to the dysfunctional uh, coach, the dancing coach team. <laughs> no, maybe Meyer. we'll talk about that later. I don't. Uh, I was trying to come up with something funny, but didn't didn't wind up that. Far. <laughs> um, all right, so I have the Titans in this one, and the Titans are minus four and a half right now. I think they're going to do better than that, Isaiah. I think they're going to cover that. So they are my best bet of the week. Okay, I, I, I'm taking the even Titans though, too. Even though they came off that loss to the Jets, which is embarrassing. Yeah. I think they still get it done. Yeah, you would think going on the road at the Jets, at the Jags, would be a pretty easy road trip, but they lost one of those so far. I'm taking the Titans. I still, this is this Jags team isn't going to go 0-17. I think they're going to win. They're going to start winning games. Like They'll probably only end up with like three at most wins, but... One of these weeks, they're going to beat a team that they shouldn't. I don't think it's this week, but I I have a hard time like picking my best bet against them. But I, I, I respect it, though. I could easily see the Titans putting up a big game against a, like you said, dysfunctional Jaguars team. All right. On to Houston. The Texans are hosting the New England Patriots. Kenny, go ahead. 
going Patriots in this one. They played the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers tight in that game, and I was impressed by that. Even though they're one and three, I think they're a much better team than the Texans. And can we say for a second, what was with that whole like non celebrating his uh Brady's uh, record. Were you watching oh, that game? Oh, 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 the uh, passing yards. Yeah, were you yeah. watching that game? Yeah. When, when Breeze did it, they stopped the game. They called a timeout and they said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Brees just broke the all-time passing record." Is that at home? Even so, Isaiah, the guy spent twenty years. This is his home. He spent twenty years here. He's he's a visitor this time. But how could you not? Oh, come on, man. That that was bad. <laughs> you gotta stop the game and you gotta make a big deal. They just like my friends were at the game and they said there wasn't even like there was anything done over commercial or anything that we didn't see. They just put it on the big board and that was it. Unbelievable. They moved on. Patriots they hate Brady. <laughs> no, they don't. Probably half the people in that stadium were wearing Brady jerseys. That yeah. like that shame on the Patriots for doing that. That's a really it's a classless move in my opinion. Okay. I think even if even if Brady went somewhere else, like to a random away stadium, I think they'd give him a better uh, celebration for breaking the record than that. That was ridiculous. Yeah, maybe. I, don't I guess know. you don't feel weird. strongly about no, this idea. I don't. I don't care that much. Um, huh. I mean, well, was, when a guy hits their three thousandth hit, what happens? No, I, I, I just think it was one of those records last year. Home run. It's obviously impressive, but it was one of those things like last year where they kept. Remember that last year, Breeze and Brady kept yeah, like switching off. But now he broke it. Now who is going to catch him? Breeze isn't playing anymore. It, it, it's it's going to be his different. for a while. But everyone knew when Breeze retired that Brady was going to beat it. But that doesn't. You still be so beat it's not, it. It's not as big of a deal to me. I don't really care. I mean, I don't. I don't care that much about. Well, I think the I think record. You do care. Sounds like care no, the record matters. <laughs> I just think that I just care that he didn't get the proper reception and and like do. I think he was a road. I think he was on the road. That's what happens. He wasn't. He wasn't in his home stadium anymore. I'm fine with that. All right. It's kind of like it's kind of putting it to him a little bit. Like you're not on the team anymore. All right, congrats. Whatever. We got a game to play. It's pouring rain. Let's let's play some football. I don't care. Anyway, though, back to this week. This is my best bet, actually. Patriots really impressed me last week. Obviously, they only put up 17 points, but Mac Jones looked really good, and it was just kind of a, it was kind of, you know, it was just a crazy game. Brady comes back, pouring rain, they kick the field goal from 56 yards, hits the post, doesn't go in, but I really was impressed by what Mac Jones did. I think he had 19 completions in a row at one point. Minus nine in Houston, that's a lot of points, but from what I saw last week, I think they go into Houston, Davis Mills starting quarterback for Houston, is not an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's just, he looks terrible. They went to Buffalo last week and lost 40 nothing. Like, I mean, they're playing one of the best teams in the NFL, sure, but they put up no points. Like, that, I think the Patriots go in and can at least win by two touchdowns in Houston. And I feel so confident about that. I would take Patriots minus nine in Houston. They are, the Houston's a mess right now. After that big... Week one win when they had still had Tyrod, things were like, all right, maybe. Poor Tyrod. They lose Tyrod and Davis Mills is. Just when is he ready. supposed to come back? What's up not with for Tyrod? a while. No. No, not for a while. Oh man, that things was are, my that was my guy. Great. He was like my my player for the year. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the uh, Kenny's bold pick going into the season was. It ended up being true, I guess. If he he had a good year, if he never plays again. Yeah, <laughs> he had a good game. Yeah. He was uh, he was efficient in his uh, game and a half that he played. All right, moving on. We got the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Bears in Vegas. Raiders were the second to last undefeated team, and that was ruined last Monday night when they lost to the Chargers. But going home, facing the Bears, Kenny, who'd you got? Got the Raiders getting back on track in this one, Isaiah. Okay, I, I have the Raiders as well. Bears just. They beat the Lions last week. Doesn't say a whole lot. They haven't impressed me. But I think uh, Justin Fields was, was just officially named the starting quarterback of the Bears. Yeah. That's exciting. It is like, exciting. like to see that. Um, but Raiders are – they've been a very good team. They've been my dark horse all year. They're 
They're, they're proving it, even though they took a tough loss to the Chargers. I think they keep it rolling against the Bears. All right. This is a this is a good AFC battle. Chargers, once again, I feel like they've had a lot of home games. I, I could be wrong about that, but Chargers hosting the Browns. Sunday afternoon, Kenny. Who's winning? Going to the Chargers here. I'm really impressed with the Chargers so far this season. I, that's going to reflect if we end up doing our power rankings. Uh, that's going to cause a stir. Uh, <laughs> but um, Sneak peek. I have them high. Stay tuned. Up there in the power rankings, and I think they're going to take care of the Browns. It's going to be a great game, but they're at home, and yeah, that's what I'm going with here. I originally had the Browns here, and then I did... I just did some more thinking about Switch it, a little more research. I, I switched to the Chargers um, kind of late. I just, it kind of worried me that the Browns went to Minnesota and only put up 14 points. Justin Herbert is on fire right now with that LA offense. I think they just outscore Cleveland. Baker, if you see, if you saw Baker at all last week, he had a couple pretty bad misses. Doesn't mean it's any sort of deeper problem. It could have just been a one-game thing. Well, but did you had... see he's playing of a torn labrum? I just, I just mm. saw on Twitter. Yeah, he did. He uh, went down hard. No, he's he apparently he has been playing with the torn labor. Well, I think uh, he went down hard. I think it was week two when they played the Texans, and then he oh, came yeah. back out. I'm guessing that's when. The oh right, happened. right. I remember that. Yeah. Where they like popped his shoulder back. Yeah, I place. think it's because I I picked the uh, I picked the Browns for the survivor pool that game, and I got freaked out when he came out of the game. Yeah, then he came back, but it's clearly uh, something's wrong. So. Unfortunate for the Brownies there, but I have to go with the Chargers in this one. All right. Dallas hosting the G-Men. Finally, the winners. G-Men, Giants. Kenny, are they, can the Giants do it again on the road? I wish I could pick them, but I cannot. I'm going with the Cowboys in this one, Isaiah. Yeah, so am I. Impressive, impressive road win, but Cowboys offense, a little too high-powered. Don't think Danny can quite keep up with them. All right. Cardinals hosting the 49ers, NFC West. The other two NFC West teams that don't play tonight playing each other in Arizona. Cardinals are the only 4-0 team remaining in the NFL. Only undefeated team. Kenny, who's winning? I'm going with the cards. I'm, I'm big on the cards this year. And Which we uh, weren't going into the season. Neither of us were. No, but they've proven us wrong, and they've been playing really good football, and they're the only undefeated team in the league. And I think they're going to continue taking care of business, and they're going to beat their division rival. And Jimmy G's out. He's out and for, Jimmy G's uh, out. for uh, at least a couple weeks. So Trey Lance is getting the start. I don't think Trey Lance wins his first start at the 4-0 Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals. And on to oh, Sunday night in Kansas City. AFC awesome Championship game. rematch. Kansas City hosting the Buffalo Bills, two of the best teams in the NFL. Kenny, what are you thinking? I think the Chiefs are going to get their stuff together. I think they've had a, a rough start to the season and a little bit of a wake-up call. They're not just going to just go you know, floating through these games and they're just going to be right back in the Super Bowl where they were last year. I think now they realize that they got to get going and there's no better team to do it against than the Buffalo Bills, who are really tough opponent and I think the Chiefs are going to take care of it at home on Sunday Night Football. It's hard to say that the Chiefs would go two and three to start the season, but I'm taking the Bills. Wow. I like the Bills. They've been super hot ever since that tough week one loss. They just look unstoppable right now. Obviously, they played the Titans at home, so that could be, you know, a little bit skewed winning 40 nothing there, but I think they go on the road. Yeah, what'd I say? Titans. Yeah, Texans. Um, I think they go on the road, take care of business. I think, I mean, they the Chiefs, their last home game, they lost at home to the Chargers. I think the Bills are a better team than the Chargers. I think the Bills go on the road, stay hot, and take care of the Chiefs, a little AFC Championship revenge. Okay. Go Bills. All right, on to Monday night. Baltimore Ravens facing the Colts. The former Baltimore Colts, now Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Going home, the old Colts. Who do you like in this one? Go to Ravens here. Yeah, Colts have had a tough year. Ravens look pretty good. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Not much to say. All right, Isaiah, we have 20 minutes left. we got to get into some of this. That took a while. we got to A lot of predictions go. to make. I know. That's all right. What do we, we want to hit first here? 
whatever you want. Should we go into our, our power rankings quick? It's got to be the power rankings or Urban Meyer. Those will be the first two things we'll do. We'll do the power rankings and we'll sure. do Urban Meyer. Sure. Let's just run through them quick so we can move on to some questions. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to talk about all right, it. All right. Not gonna like all right. It. You know, we'll just see who the wind takes us. That's all right. That's all right. I got nowhere to be. All right. I'll, I'll run through my power rankings first. Starting at, we're, we're doing top five. I'm going to start at number five. I got the Kansas City Chiefs. They're still they're still good enough to be, even though they're two and two, and I, and I think they'll go two and three. I still think they're a top five team. Next are the Packers, sitting at three and one. And then the Cardinals. And then the Buccaneers still have them up at, up toward the top. And then the Bills. I have the Bills at number one. So a couple one-loss teams, two-loss team, and Cardinals undefeated. Oh, man. All right. All right, here we go. Apparently, we've got something crazy coming here. Going Bucks at five. Not bad. Rams at four. All right. Cards at three. Chargers at two. Wow. That's crazy. And at number one. The Dallas Cowboys, wow. America's team. <laughs> yes. That is crazy. That, that is the power ranking. I, you know, I, I did think about putting the Cowboys in the top five. They might be number six for me. They're, they've, they're number one they're, for they're me. They're moving up there, but wow. Cowboys won Chargers too, so that game last week when they played, that's, uh, that's your top two teams in the NFL. I, Chargers have proven themselves. To be a top ten team, I, I have both those teams in probably my six to ten, but as one and two, that's a. I just don't think, you know, we're only four weeks in the season. I still it's so early. I still can't quite give it to a team like that. That both those teams that had such bad years last year. I'm still sticking. I'm, it's like a little bit more of a conservative pick, and I'm taking a lot more teams. Like I mean, I have the four teams that were in the championship. Uh, the championship I mixed game it up last a year, bit. so I had a little fun. I still think those are the four best teams plus the Cardinals. Listen, the Cowboys have might some be quality victories. The and Cowboys beat the Chargers and they beat the Panthers. They're both been two good teams this year, and they were narrowly defeated by the defending champion Buccaneers. I think if you give it another four weeks and they might are still like the same, then then I will start to believe you. It's just still a little bit too early for me to All fully right, go in okay. on either of those teams. That's okay. So. But I, I like that. It's kind of fun. But that's wild, though. Chargers and Cowboys. Yep. They've been two of the hottest teams so far. I just don't... I, I can't quite say they're the two best teams in the NFL right now. That's my that's my only problem. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you have the Bills all the way up there. I just don't think that they've had uh, good enough of strength to schedule. That's fair. They've, they've beaten up on bad teams. I don't think that warrants them putting them in the top five. They, mer- they very well may be in the top five if they do take down the Chiefs or something like that. But... I mean, they lost to the Steelers. They beat the Dolphins, who is not a good team. They beat the Washington, who's not a good team. And they beat the Texans, who's not a good team. So I can't put them in the top five until I see them beat a real football team. So because they have a chance now. Bucks, and then who else? Cardinals, Chargers, I have, Cowboys. I have and Bucks, Rams, Cardinals, Rams. Chargers, Cowboys. Disrespecting the Packers like that. Yeah, I think if the Packers play the Cowboys right now, I the Packers would win. I don't think so. I'm sorry. They they would. I, the Cowboys are not the best team in the NFL right now. That's just. Yeah, you know, I just. Oh, that, I have the Packers that, at that thirteen. That upsets me. I have that the Packers me. at thirteen. That like hurt. That that feels sick in my stomach to think that you would think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFL right now. Did you hear what I just said? What? I have the Packers at thirteen. You went through the whole league and made 32 picks? Okay. That's just, that's very disrespectful. They beat bad teams. They've beaten a, a zero-win Lions team, a two-wins Niners team, that's a team, and a one-win Steelers team. A lot of people Steelers thought would make a run this year. It's not bad. And that's on the road on Sunday Night Football. The Packers have beat nobody yet. Okay. Nobody. They're 3-1. They're and one. I know. And their that's offense great, is, but, is flowing now. But these other teams are, are also... High up there. We got the Cowboys at 3-1, Chargers 3-1, the Cardinals are 4-0, the Rams are, are they 3-1? I think they're 3-1. Yeah, they're 3-1. What yeah. are the Bucks? 3-1. See? So they're all 3-1. You can't just, 3-1 doesn't mean anything right now. That's true. So, what, Packers have to beat, they, the next games are Bengals, Bears, Washington. Are any of those teams good enough for you? 
the Bengals are getting it's it's getting better, okay. but it's not great. You know, like and then they play the Cardinals. It's after tough that. because you gotta you gotta look at like you, the only thing you can look at is the strength of schedule. So if you don't have a strong schedule, you gotta it's just beat Packers. up on those teams. It's still and, the Packers. I know, and they well, have. They've taken care of business well, except for except week for the one. Saints. Except for so week we'll one. We'll see. Week one they might, we do this every week. We'll see how it changes. Okay. All right. All right we got to talk about Urban. All right. So everyone's freaking out. Everyone like has all these different takes about this and everything. What do you think, Isaiah? Or, or, do the Jaguars have to move on from Urban Meyer? No. Not yet. It's too early for that. Yeah, some people... I mean, some people have been calling for Urban Meyer to you know, be removed as the head coach and not a good look being caught with a, uh, with a dancer last week, um, on social media, had to make a formal apology. The team's 0-4, but I don't think you fire him now after just four games. I think you give him at least a full season. You know, I, for one thing, it takes time for you know, that young quarterback and head coach relationship to develop. It doesn't just happen in four games. He's also inheriting the worst team in the NFL from last year. It's not like they've really made many improvements on the roster besides drafting Trevor Lawrence. So from a purely football standpoint, it's just too early. You gotta you gotta give him time to develop yeah, but a that's relationship not with why, Trevor Lawrence. That's not why people are and talking also, about and him wanting to go. The it's the about the character. Is, yeah, the off the the off the field stuff is, isn't great. Last week was a really bad look, but it's just I don't think you fire him yet because of that. And it's not it's not grounds for firing yet. But give it a whole season. If he slips up again off the field, then my answer might change. If they go 0-17, my answer will definitely change. It's just too early for that though. But he's gotta get I mean, he's gotta get his act together off the field. That's hundred percent for sure. What are your thoughts? Uh look, it's certainly not a good look, especially coming off of a loss and especially when you have kids and a wife we've been married to for 35 years i mean yeah forget whatever like however mad the uh the team is or the organization or whatever he's he's probably in a lot of trouble at home so uh look it's certainly not a good look especially after a loss you should be traveling right. home with your team not hanging out in columbus and if you are going to hang out in columbus don't be caught on social media yeah. grabbing some chick's butt that's all I'm saying. I mean, but still, not a fireball offense. Uh, it wasn't illegal what he did. It was just frowned Immoral. Upon. Right. Um, you know, he's got to get his stuff together, but he's a proven college football coach. He's very successful for many years. He's a really high winning percentage in college, I think. you got to really – this is like one of those trust the process kind of – situations you gotta he's got to get his stuff together he's got to start being a real football coach he's not acting like it right now but even so you've got a great coach from college to to come in and coach your team because that he wants to coach trevor so you have to let that relationship form i think you got to give urban at least like three or four years even if they went 0 17 this year i think you got to really let him and Trevor figure out their stuff and mesh and do well in the draft, etc. Because if Trevor is as good as everyone says he is and thinks he is and talked about how he is, they have a really good shot to be a nice one-two duo there in, in Jacksonville despite the team not being in a really good position right now. And they could build and they could get better. And I think you really got to give it a shot. But he's got to get his stuff together and he's got to start acting like a real coach. I mean... It should be the coach policing the players yeah. not to act in those kinds of ways and things of that sort. It shouldn't be the other way around. I mean, he's got to – I saw a lot of people saying he's got to win the trust in the locker room back. I have no idea what that means. That's just kind of stupid to me. But what he really has to do is win their respect back because now they kind of yeah. look at him as like – You can't – You can't feel? like uh, – When I used to play football – I would never laugh at my head coach. My head coach is like, you would laugh and have jokes with uh, with some of your assistant coaches, and that's all good, but the head coach is like a real serious guy, and uh, 
nice guy, but real serious guy. He does seem serious on the field. Right, but but he has to command the respect of his troops. And it's hard to do that if you're getting, like, thrown all over Twitter with these memes. I mean, you know, he needs to command respect, and that's how football works. And until he does that, I don't see how they're going to be able to be successful. Yeah, definitely... uh... Definitely needs to get his act together. All right, let's move on. Kenny, I'm very curious your answer to this question. Moving to a different team in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. Kenny, what are your thoughts on the Ravens' season so far? Three and one? Have they been really good, or have they just kind of gotten lucky so far? The Ravens. Um, I don't know about really good, but they're good. I have them at, at six or seven in my power rankings, just outside of that top five. Uh, you know, they got really lucky with that, that one field goal, right? And they were they were playing a bad team that week, weren't they? The Lions. Yeah, they're, right. So that was lucky. Um, they're still sitting at 3-1. They had a real quality victory against the Chiefs. That was an awesome game. That, that fourth uh, down play at the end of the game to win that, that was huge. Lost to a good Raiders team. Besides that, they've beat the teams that they had to beat including the Chiefs and including a surprisingly good Broncos team so far this year. What are you going to say? Because, I, I think it's because been... Bridgewater got hurt in that game. I, I think it's been more luck to me. I okay. think they very easily could be 0-4 or 1-3 right now. Um, Lamar has had some very good moments. Um, we look at the Lions game and not... I mean, they, they were down by... They were down 19-17 with no time left and they had a long fourth down. And he gets a big conversion, so I like he's had some very good moments. Yeah, Lamar, he's, he's 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 playing really honestly. He's no, playing he's really not. Well. He's playing. No, he's not. He's having a good overall season because he he's got a lot of rushing yards too. So he's he's playing pretty well. He doesn't have any offense around him though. That's the problem. Lamar's got to be better. He's he, got to be better than he's playing right now. But he has no offense around him really. He's missing a couple guys on the line. He doesn't really have great guys to throw to. I mean, I feel like I only ever hear about Hollywood Brown. And he drops passes, it seems like, half the time. So I really think this team has been lucky. The defense has played all right enough. But, you know, the Chiefs had that late fumble, which cost them the game. Yep. Obviously, they, obviously, there's more to that game. They, they played well. They put up 36 points. But Chiefs fumble late, and, uh, and that doesn't happen, which is low likelihood that that happens. The Chiefs win that. Then they get a big fourth down conversion against the Lions and happen to hit the NFL's longest field goal in history to win the game that hits the crossbar and bounces the right way. And then they play the Broncos, who are missing half their offensive starters, and Teddy goes out, and Drew Locke comes in the second half. He gets booed by some of the Denver fans, and they just don't put up any sort of fight in the second half of that game. So they're playing so yeah, they're playing a Broncos team that's missing most of their offense. They've gotten pretty lucky so far, honestly. Not to say they can't become an actual good team, but that three and one doesn't really mean anything to me right now for the Ravens. They have a lot to prove. I don't think this is a team that is going to stand up to any sort of well, the Chargers. top of the AFC. They have the Chargers next week, so we'll see what happens then. Yeah, exactly. And they might get exposed then, or, or, they'll, or they'll continue to get really lucky, but luck will run out eventually, and they're just not a top team in the AFC to me, despite the fact that they are statistically, by, in the standings, they're tied for first in the division and high up whatever but it's just it's a lot of luck to me so far it's fair i kind of disagree with you too much on it okay where are we going next seven minutes left yep we can go anywhere i i i picked the last question kenny what do you want to what do you want to talk i kind of want to go nba okay i want to ask you about what is going on with kyrie irving okay so to those that don't know I guess L.A., well, California and New York have issued, I guess, that you need to be vaccinated in order to play basketball. So, of course, where does Kyrie Irving play? In New York. So, can you guess what Kyrie Irving probably doesn't want to do? Get vaccinated. So, here we are in the situation where Kyrie Irving does not want to get vaccinated. And let me be clear. I'm not a, like, I don't know how I feel about the actual decision to not get vaccinated. And this is not a political show. Um, my po- I don't really like that people are like imposing that you need to get it 
I think that's a little, uh, I'm not so sure about that. But then the flip side of that is, it's like when we went to school when we were kids, how many vaccines did you have to get to even go to school? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not really sure, especially now that the CDC approved. I, I don't know where I really stand on his actual decision to not get vaccinated, but it just always seems like he's an issue. Like, going to this season when you think, oh, the box, I mean, um, the Nets, they're going to be a really good team this year. They've got, you know, they have the full season of a healthy Kyrie, Kevin, and James Harden all playing together. Wow, it's got to be like them versus the Lakers in the finals, right? Even though, even though the, uh, the Bucks just won last year. But, of course, what can go wrong will go wrong with this team. Now they're talking about, oh, he's only going to play away games. It's so stupid. Like, come on, man. You're always a problem. Yeah. You're always a problem, whether it's with the media or I've got to sit out to take time to myself because of the um, because of the social justice stuff, which, like, again, I'm not going to, like, bash that hard, but it just seems like it's always something with this guy. It's always... You know, just not being there for the team. It doesn't seem like winning is on his top priority. It, it can't be. There's other things that are, like, if you're not willing to get vaccinated to play, then that is your top priority over winning. He doesn't care that much about winning, I guess. I'm not sure, like, I don't know. Last so year, remember, he, miss, he missed time because uh, of his sister's birthday. Like, what is going on, dude? So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's just going to play away games? Or do you think he's going to get the vaccine? I don't know. This is ridiculous. I have no idea. It's ridiculous. It's And it's not ridiculous because he won't get the vaccine. Let me be clear. I think it's ridiculous because it's always something with this guy. It's like... It's always something. It's, there's always a problem with him. And there's always some reason why, he's, why he hasn't been playing for the Nets this whole time. Whether it's been injury or social justice or vaccine... Or my sister's birthday, or I just don't feel like playing today. And then there's the whole thing with calling the media as pawns. And we're, I, I'm going to play when I want to play. And, like, I'm above you guys, and you just come and watch the show. And then you don't even win in the in the finals because you end up you end up getting hurt. You got hurt, right? And that's why you didn't play, you didn't play in the playoffs. I don't know, man. He's well, like... He has got to be the most unlikable player in the NBA. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone that's more unlikable. All right. Wow, this is really... This is this is hitting home for you. Why? You feel differently? No, no, no. I I just think... He's just, he's just a clown. He, he always is. has a... He's always has some kind this, of problem. This is what we I think is going to happen. This the whole time. This is what I think is going to happen. I don't think he's ever going to get vaccinated. Because he is so strong in his stances. As we see, he will miss basketball games to do whatever he feels very strongly about. And I think if he feels very strongly about not getting vaccinated, so I don't think he will. And the problem is the Nets aren't going to be able to hold him if he can't play any home games. So I, I, I would say that I could see him getting traded to a different team that is not in New York or California. The only problem is that those teams still have to go and play in New York and California sometimes. So no team really wants a player that is never going to be able to play in certain states. But I just honestly think that he's not going to get vaccinated. And so he's going to sit out the season? And yeah, maybe he sits out the season and maybe the requirement doesn't exist next year. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say what that'll look like next year, but I don't think he'll get vaccinated. And I feel like that it could possibly result in the trade. It just, it's just a problem because nobody's really going to want to have someone that can't play in certain and states. Ever, ever since this guy left Cleveland, he was a problem in Boston. He didn't perform as well as he's supposed to there, and then he leaves Boston and goes to the Nets to join up with KD. And I'm sure that the whole point was that they'd be actually able to play together once Kevin got over his Achilles tear. But they even played together. They barely played together. Durant's probably like, what the hell? I wanted to come play here with Kyrie, and now he won't even come play for all these different reasons. Did Durant have to put up with this crap when he was in Golden State? And don't, I, you, everyone knows that watches the show, I don't like Durant, but I feel bad for the guy. Like, he just wants to go out there and play basketball. Kyrie Irving, you're a basketball player. You're a basketball player. You've signed a contract with the Brooklyn Nets, and you have a duty to go out there and play basketball. 
Yeah, I know. It's uh, it, it's. I it's understand that basketball isn't his whole life, but and there's other things that are important to him, and that's fine. And there's other things that are important to other players too, but that can't get in the way of you being on the court. You could be a social activist and still play. I feel like the NBA has given people tons of ability to show their social activism on the court, and a lot of people haven't liked that. But it was it still happened, and that's not good enough. I'm going to miss games. I have to go to my sister's birthday. Holy crap. Crazy. Get fired up. Fired up Crazy. to the show. Glad you got got that out. I mean, yeah, it's it is frustrating to not be able to watch a one of the top one of the best players in the national. Oh, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to watch him play. I don't like him. Who cares? It is just it's a crazy situation. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. All right, we got some Thursday night football to watch. Yep. We got places to be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another great show. Thank you guys so much, Isaiah Mueller. Kenny Tomford signing off. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Good night.